Blog Talk Radio. Sixers Report with your hosts, Jeff McMiniman and Michael Kasky Blomane. And we're back with another episode of the 76ers Report. It's uh, the middle of the summer here in Philadelphia, but we are thinking about basketball season here on the 76ers Report. I'm uh, Michael Kasky Blomane, and as always, you can follow us on Twitter at 76ers Report. You can also find us on the app Stitcher and on iTunes by searching 76ers Report in the search bar. Thanks for joining us today. We have a couple very special guests on the show with us today. First, we have a frequent guest and a friend of the show, uh, Carrie Smith from Philadelphia.com joins us today. Carrie, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. How about you, Mike? Glad to be here again this week. I'm doing pretty well, man. Just uh watching some of this Olympic ball, trying to get uh, mentally prepared for the upcoming season. And um, in addition to Carrie, we also have a a very special guest joining the show with us today, Uh, a recent acquisition pickup of the Philadelphia 76ers this summer, uh, shooting guard and Philadelphia native Gerald Henderson. Gerald, how are you doing, man? Yes, sir. I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty well, my man, doing pretty well. Uh, I really appreciate you taking a a couple minutes today to come on and talk to us here on the 76ers Report. No problem, man. Thanks for having me. Happy to do it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, We'll get right into it. Uh, I I know that you're uh, you're involved in a uh, um, uh, coming up the Philadelphia Peace Games uh, coming up on August 20th um, with your, you know, your good friend and fellow Philadelphia native um, Wayne Ellington. Uh, that'll be taking place at, at Gerard College. Um, you know, I kind of just wanted to, you know, if you wanted to talk about that a little bit and tell me, tell us, uh, the listeners, what it is and, you know, what it means to you to be involved in it. Yeah, it's going on this weekend um, on Saturday. I believe it's starting around 12 or 1 o'clock, uh, right into about 5 or 6. And it's, um, you know, it's pretty much getting together Philly's youth and, you know, put them out there and, uh, playing in a basketball tournament, I think I'll I'll be speaking a little bit and coaching, and um, you know really anything with with Wayne that he's promoting and um, you know as his best friend I'm going to support him. But it's um, you know something that he has uh, you know ran these last couple years. Uh, I think a lot of people have heard about uh, his father and passing a few years ago. So you know he wanted to put on an event that was going to promote nonviolence and, um, you know, teach these kids that there's other ways 
of uh, communicating and uh, going about life. There's other options for him. So, you know, it's a great thing that he's doing, and I'm, I'm just happy to be a part of it. And again, that's uh, that's taking place this Saturday, August 20th, at uh, at Gerard College down in uh, South College Ave in, in Philadelphia. Um, it's open to the to the public. Doors open at noon. Again, it's it's a great cause, as Gerald just just touched on. It's something that uh, you know, it obviously gun gun violence and just violence in general in, in the cities is something that uh, you know, it hits home for a lot of people, and especially for. Uh, you know, Gerald's best friend, uh, uh, Wayne Ellington, as he mentioned. So, you know, if you're around the Philly area on Saturday and are, are looking for, uh, you know, a fun afternoon and a great cause to support, um, you know, I definitely recommend heading down to uh, Gerard College for the, uh, the Philadelphia Peace Games. Uh, you know, Gerald will be down there as well as Wayne and a couple other uh, special guests. It'll definitely be, uh, you know, something worth checking out. Um and, you know, with that, Gerald, uh, you know, kind of just want to officially, you know, welcome you not only to, to the podcast, but, you know, welcome you back home to Philadelphia and, uh, you know, to, to the Sixers. And, uh, you know, we're very happy to have you, you know, on, on the team and in the city. And, uh, you know, it's kind of want to know, you know, how does it feel to, uh, you know, to, to be back home and be back in Philly and to be, uh, you know, a member of the, of, you know, the Sixers? Man, it really feels great. It really feels great. You know, I've said it, you know, since I signed, it's it's a dream come true to play for your hometown team. Uh, I watched the Sixers all the while growing up, and, you know, I was in that area, in that uh, era, watching Allen Iverson and watching that group make it to the finals. And, um, you know, everybody knows how uh, how much the city was in love with back to the city um you know so i think uh you know we have only um we're, <laughs> we really can only go up in terms of um you know how good we're going to be so you know we got a group of young guys very talented guys that are eager uh, to get better eager to win great coaching staff coach uh coach brown has um been great communicating with me uh the second half of the summer so um you know, I'm looking forward to the opportunity of playing for, you know, an organization like this, but just the city as well. Gerald, this is Kerry Smith from Philadelphia.com. Can you tell us a little bit about what the Sixers coaching staff may have told you about how they see your on-the-court role for this upcoming season? Yeah, uh, you know, they know my game. You know, they know my game very well. Uh, especially me playing on the Eastern Conference for, you know, so long with the Hornets. Um, you know, so they know I'm going to bring energy every night and bring my defense and, you know, offensively, uh, you know, be a guy that's going to attack all game. But, um, you know, they also emphasized to me, you know, how important my leadership role would be, you know, as one of the older guys on the team, um, teaching guys, you know, how to work, um, you know, what to do, what not to do, um, you know, and then leading by example, you know, with my play and trying to, um, you know, as I said, bring that energy every night and hopefully that, that uh, you know, bleeds on to other guys. So, you know, they've been very clear about what they expect from me and it's something that I'm looking forward to. How does uh, you know, how, how did your role kind of change? I mean, for me, it, it doesn't seem like that long ago to me that, that you were just a rookie, you know, coming in with Charlotte in 2009, and now, 
you know, you're coming to, to a Sixers team that's comprised, you know, almost entirely of, you know, young first, second year guys. Uh, and, and you are going to be looked at as, you know, you know, an elder statesman of sorts, a, you know, a veteran that's, that's, you know, been around the league for, you know, a few years now and has some experience. How does, you know, kind of how does that role, you know, how does it feel to take on that leadership role as opposed to, you know, maybe the role you've had, uh, you know, the earlier seasons in the league where you were just, you know, one of the guys? Yeah, no, I, got a, I got a taste of it last year in Portland being the second oldest guy on the team. And, um, you know, so I think it's something I've, I've been used to, at least in these, these last couple of years. Uh, it's something I embrace. You know, I've, I'm one of the older guys on the team, but, you know, in NBA years, I'm not old. You know, I feel like I got a lot less in the tank. I, I still feel like, um, you know, I have a lot to give the game. And, uh, you know, I love the game. So, you know, I'm going to play as long as I can. And, um, you know, whatever I can do for this team and trying to, you know, get us to be, um, you know, a, a better unit, you know, I'm going to do. So, you know, I, I know that's what they expect from me. So, you know, that's what I'm going to bring. Gerald, have you had a chance to watch any of the Olympic action and specifically Dario Saric? And uh, how intrigued are you about what he can bring to the table for the Sixers? Uh, you know what? I've only really watched the USA games. Uh, I've I've really been watching uh, a lot of the other sports more than anything. But uh, Dario, I, you know, I've seen some clips on YouTube um, about his play. He's he's a heck of a talent. You know, I know he's been waiting a little bit to get over here, but um, you know they picked him for a reason. So I'm I'm looking forward to him coming over. And uh, I don't know if they have won or lost already in in the Olympics, but. Um, you know, hope he does well, and I'm sure he's going to learn a lot from his experience. Yeah, they got eliminated last night, but do you find it interesting, the obsession in this town with Sarich? You know, as an NBA player, do you find that our intrigue with this draft pick that we've been waiting for two years, do you find that interesting? <laughs> uh, always a bit You know, some of these European guys come over, I'm not really sure, um, you know, how their games will translate or whatnot. But, um, you know, he's, he's clearly got some skill. He's got some size. And, you know, I think, um, you know, a lot of people are hoping that he's going to be, you know, a, a guy that's going to stick here and do well. And I'm definitely hoping for that, and the organization is. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how he develops and, um, you know, how his first year is. What about uh what about some of the other young guys on the team, Gerald? Have you uh have you gotten an opportunity to uh work out or play with any of the uh you know the other guys on the on the squad like a Jalil Okafor or an Embiid or a Ben Simmons? Have you gotten a chance to see any of those guys and play with them yet up close? I haven't. J- Jalil's the only guy I've really gotten on the floor with. Uh, a couple summers ago at Duke, we played quite a bit with me me going back to get my degree. As a freshman year, so I got to play with him there. But other than that, I haven't played with any of the other guys. I was able to make it to summer league a couple months ago and watch them. Uh, you know, Ben Ben Simmons really impressed me. His ball handling and you know his athleticism, his passing ability and stuff. And um, you know, Jeremy, uh, was, you know, I played against him obviously during the regular season, but I. His athleticism is—I uh, don't know if it gets if it gets any more athletic than him in the league. So, you know, we got a lot of guys that can run, jump, fly around, and uh, have some skills. So, you know, I think 
the sky's the limit for us. We just got to come together as a team and, um, you know, see what happens. Gerald, your three-point shooting has improved tremendously over the last few years, um, and we all know that the NBA loves guys who can shoot the three-pointer right now. Was your improvement in that area dictated by the change in the style of play that you've seen in the league, or was that something you would have been working on regardless of the way the NBA is currently going right now? Did did we lose Gerald there? Gerald, we lost you there for a second. Can you repeat that? Can you can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my my bread and butter will, will still be my mid range game. You know, I think it'll be important for me to keep that and uh, go to that. But you know, three point shooting is something I work on more than anything I have over the last few years. And I will say probably because of not just everyone shooting more threes, but just the style of offense. That I've been a part of, you know, with the Hornets and you know, the last year. And um, you know, if you're open, you know, they were let, you know, we're letting it fly. So, um, you know, that's, that's you know, really. I've, uh, you know, I'm confident in that shot. You know, I don't like to really settle, but if I if I got it, especially a corner three, I'm gonna let it fly. So. Um, Gerald, I have, a, I have a question for you that's kind of something that's, that's been of interest to the, you know, the, the Sixers fan base in general. Uh, you know, the, the Sixers rebuilding process over the past couple of years, mainly really the past three seasons, has obviously been a, you know, it's been a, a topic of debate throughout the league, uh, you know, media members, people that, you know, have taken, you know, issue with the way that Sam Hinkie kind of went about, uh, just basically building the team up to what it is now. It, it obviously took, uh, you know, a couple of years for, for some progress to be seen, but now it, we're at a point where some of the, you know, the dividends are finally being paid. We have some pieces in place, obviously, in, in Ben Simmons and Joel and some of the other guys. And then, you know, we have the cap space and the flexibility to bring in trusted veterans like yourself, uh, uh, Jared Bayless and other players. Uh, I'm kind of curious, what was your – what was your kind of perception of the Sixers and the rebuilding process over the past few years as an opposing player? You know, we, we get the opinions of general managers or media members, but you don't too often hear, uh, you know, the point of view of the players. Like what, what did you really think of the way that the Sixers went about building back to what they are basically now and going forward? Um, You know, I can't say as a player that I paid attention to it as much probably as, um, you know, I'm doing now, now that I'm part of the organization. But from afar, um, you could see that, um, you know, they did have some talent. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if you really could tell what the plan was with the talent, but, um, you know, you could tell they had a couple pieces and that the coach um, had some energy, you know, for sure. And, uh, you know, I didn't know Coach Brown um, really – before I came here, I know he was in San Antonio uh, before the Sixers, but, um, you know, you could tell that, that he was pushing those guys and really, you know, as, sometimes as, as, as bad as things were going in the win-loss column, that it wasn't just about that for him. You know, you could watch games on the lead pass and 
see that he was still trying to teach guys things and get guys playing the right way, no matter what the score was. So, you know, I can tell a lot about Coach Brown before I even spoke to him. Um, but, you know, now I know they have, uh, you know, a guy in there, um, <clears throat> a general, the general manager spot with Brian, who knows what he's doing. He's been around for, you know, some time now. He's been around the game. His, his father knows the game and has, has been in the same position as him, so he's learned a lot and has that experience. So, um, you know, what, what, I, don't, I haven't been in their boardroom, but I'm sure they got some, some more things in store. They've already uh, made some really good uh, pickups this summer, and, um, you know, I think they, they got things under control, at least for now, and are headed in the right direction. Gerald, this is Kerry Smith again. What is your plan for the rest of the summer, and when do you think you'll start working out here in Philadelphia uh, with the rest of the team? Um, you know, I think, um, you know, I'm here actually in Charlotte, um, North Carolina right now. i am finished my workouts for the day, so I'm just hanging by the pool. But I think I'll only be here for another week, so I'm going to try to enjoy it. I'll probably be um, headed to Philly in a week or a week and a half or so to start, um, you know, some training down there. You know, I have my family here who's going to move up, and then all of my family from growing up is still in the area. So I'll be getting acclimated and getting some help from them in the next few weeks. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, uh, Philly's definitely looking forward to having you come back home and join the team, uh, Gerald. We'll, uh, you know, we'll get you out of here on this last question. Just, uh, curious to hear you know what are your expectations for the season coming up you know not necessarily just win loss record like on the court playoffs but just in general like what are your expectations for the whole team uh you know as coming together and you know developing and growing under coach brown it's it's a nice mix that we have now of you know young guys and some more experienced veteran players so uh you know i think the fan base is certainly expecting uh well, not, not necessarily a championship or a, even a playoff berth, but I think there's definitely expecting, you know, just an overall improvement in, in the style of play and in general watchability. Um, you know, it's been, it's been tough to watch at points throughout the past couple of years due to, you know, injuries and roster moves. So, uh, you know, just what basically going into your first year now as a sixer after, you know, several years in Charlotte and one in Portland, um, you know, your home, what are you expecting this year? Um, you know, like you had mentioned, I would, you know, I don't like to put numbers on things because then, you know, you're either expected to get to that number or you're lowballing yourself. So, um, you know, I, I, I know one thing that we're going to bring, you know, a style of basketball that people are going to watch, enjoy watching play. And, um, you know, we're going to play hard every night. I know coach Brown will demand that of us and, um, you know, the, but the players we have, and from what I've seen of them before, I know we got high character guys that, um, you know, be unselfish and, um, you know, really about winning. So I think when you, you can combine those things, um, you know, it's not saying you're going to win, but that's, that's just saying you're going to have a chance to win. So, you know, that makes some talent in there, which we do have. Uh, I think it's, I think it's looking up for us. So, you know, it should be interesting to see how um, how things turn out for us. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, I know I speak for myself and, you know, the, the Sixers fan base in general. We're all, uh, you know, excited for the season in general and for things to come. And, uh, you know, we're all excited to have, you know, a solid veteran uh, like you on board with the team. Um, you know, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes here to, to join us on the 76ers report. I know uh, Carrie does as well. And, uh, you know, we look forward to uh, talking to you again throughout the season. And uh, we'll also look forward to the uh, the Philadelphia Peace Games on, on Saturday down at, at Girard College. We'll, uh, you know, certainly be down there checking it out. So, uh, you know, best of luck with uh, the event and, uh, you know, preseason and training camp and everything, man. We'll uh, check in on you later in the season. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll see you when the season starts. All right. Thanks, Gerald. Absolutely, Gerald, man. All right, now. And that was 76ers shooting guard Gerald Henderson, who uh, is apparently chilling poolside in Charlotte right now, which uh, sounds pretty nice on this. uh, Yeah, man, it sounds pretty nice on this 90 degree uh, Philadelphia day while I'm sitting here in my office looking out the window at 76. But uh, yeah, get some shots uh, up, hit the pool, make a phone call. It's, It's a good life. Yeah, yeah, he's certainly enjoying it, it seems like. And, uh, you know, he seems excited to, uh, you know, to, to join the Sixers. And he he seems genuinely, uh, you know, happy and excited about the prospects of the team. That's, uh, you know, I kind of took that away from, from talking with him just now. He certainly seemed to be, uh, you know, definitely looking forward to the season in general. And he has some, uh, you know, some expectations for, for his teammates. I mean, absolutely. I think if if you're Gerald Henderson, you're very excited about coming to Philadelphia. You know that the wins aren't going to be easy to come by this year, but you're most likely going to be starting and seeing, you know, upwards of 28 minutes a game. So why wouldn't you be excited? He's going to have some pieces to to, to work with. Um, I was shocked that he hadn't seen Sarge play yet, but he knows that he's a quality player and he's got to have Ben Simmons and, you know, the three bigs. And he seems to really like what he's seen out of Brett Brown. So, if, if I'm Gerald Henderson, I'm excited to be here too. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think he's here for two years. I think he, he's here at, at a great time for the team, obviously, uh, kind of on, on the up and up thing. And, up and, and like you said, he just seems to fit in perfectly, uh, you know, with his style of play. I liked what he said about, you know, the, working on his three-point shot that he's not going to, you know, suddenly settle for threes and basically just camp out behind the line. He's still going to be looking for his bread and butter, which is that mid-range game. He's still going to be looking to, uh, you know, take the ball, drive it to the basket, which is, uh, you know, which is what he's basically been doing throughout his career in the NBA. So it's nice to hear that he, he's worked on the three-point shot, but he's not going to rely on it. I think, uh, you know, his overall skill set, his ability to do, do that, spread the floor, and also take it to the rim. And also, um, you know, his, his ability on the defensive end, He's an improving defender. He has solid size at the perimeter. So I think Brett Brown is just really going to like having, uh, you know, a guy like Gerald Henderson on the roster. He has the, you know, the experience and the IQ uh, that the team has just really been missing over, over the past couple of seasons. And I think he'll, like he said, he's, he's old in NBA terms, but he's actually, he's not old, old. Uh, you know, he's only 28 years old uh, in, in real normal mortal terms. So, you know, he's still, has the legs to run with, uh, you know, some of our guys. And I think he'll just, he'll mesh perfectly with, uh, you know, what the, the style of play that Brett has been trying to kind of implant in the team over the past couple of years. I agree with you. Um, just touch on two things that 
you talked about it. He talked about it. both. You mentioned de- defense with Gerald Henderson. He talked about it. he thinks he's going to bring a good defensive presence. When I spoke with the Portland assistant coach David Vanderpool earlier this year, or he said one of the things that surprised him about Henderson is how good of a defensive player he is. So I think everyone here in Philadelphia will be happy that we have a guy who can guard on the perimeter finally on this roster. And personally, one of the things I think people will be surprised about with Henderson is his vertical leap. Even though he's been in the league for a number of years, the guy still has hops and can play above the rim. And I think that will land to an exciting brand of basketball here in Philadelphia with him and Simmons running the court um, and, you know, Bayless as well. I think it will be a much more exciting team to watch this season than it was last season. I, I totally agree. I think that it, the watchability and just the quality of basketball in general, uh, you know, while it might not necessarily lead directly to, you know, win-loss record, a huge jump there, just, just the watchability factor will be up. And I think the quality of play, uh, you know, will be so so elevated. The depth of the team is, is just so enhanced. I think a lot of the guys that we've been relying on as, you know, starters over the past couple of years, when you're looking at guys like Robert Covington and Jeremy Grant and Nick Stauskas, uh, you know, these guys will be with the second unit this year. And, you know, I think that that'll just – over like increase the the depth of the team you know exponentially I think there'll be less of a drop off uh, when you go from one unit to the next and I just expect uh, you know a much more much more watchable brand of basketball with uh, you know some of the young talent combined with some of the veterans that they've brought in and I, I definitely think you're right uh, I know from you know watching Henderson uh, pretty closely for a few years in Charlotte that uh, he he has kind of like a sneaky athleticism you don't see him too often on you know Sports Center top ten but he can really throw down. He's he's a really good in-game dunker. He can throw down in traffic a little bit. He can certainly elevate, uh, as you alluded to, with the vertical. So I think we will definitely be seeing some uh, some vines of Simmons to Henderson alley-oops coming up uh, uh, this season. I think that'll be uh, you know something that's pretty exciting to look forward to. Yeah, I agree. I mean, again, you added depth to this lineup when you brought in Bayless and Henderson and Simmons at, through the draft, you're now pushing guys out of the starting lineup and onto the bench, and some of those guys are going to be off the roster this year. So, I mean, obviously the Sixers are going to be better. How much better in the win column is anybody's guess, depending on how fast this team gels and how healthy Joel Embiid is. But, I mean, I think obviously it's going to be a better team that's on the upswing. And I, in general, I think it will make you know, for more watchable basketball in, in this town. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was it's already reflected in uh, you know, the the number of games that the Sixers have uh on national TV this year. There's, you know, three between ESPN and TNT and five including NBA TV, which is a, you know, a huge boost over previous years. And I think that's kind of just a sign of the, you know, the increasing interest in the team now nationally, not just in Philadelphia where there's, you know, already been some some support for the team, but now that you know, some players are in place like a Simmons and an MB that people are actually excited to see. I think the, uh, yeah, like you said, the watchability and just the excitement factor uh, in general will just be, you know, in- increased dramatically this year from past seasons. So, uh, you know, it'll, it certainly will be exciting. The uh, the regular season and preseason schedules were just released. The Sixers open up the, uh, the preseason October 4th against the Boston Celtics. Uh, training camp for the Sixers, which is going to be held at Stockton University again for the third year in a row. Uh, the new 
uh, complex in Camden is not yet open. I guess that'll make its debut in uh, the summer of 2017 for training camp. But uh, training camp will be held at Stockton University from the 27th to the 30th this year. And, uh, you know, there'll just be a whole lot to pay attention to leading up to uh, the regular season with the Sixers. I think there's more, you know, just excitement and buzz surrounding this team than there has been in, a, you know, quite a long time. Um, just wanted to thank, you know, again, uh, Sixers shooting guard Gerald Henderson for taking a few minutes to join us here on the 76ers report today. Gerald will be in town on Saturday at uh, Girard College for the Philadelphia Peace Games, a, a great event of, uh, to kind of pay attention to uh, violence in the inner city and gun violence held by his uh, good friend and Philadelphia native Wayne Ellington. Uh, you know, if you're in the area, it'll be worth checking out. And, uh, you know, I want to thank my other guest, uh, you know, a uh, friend of the site, Carrie Smith of Philadelphia.com. Carrie, man, I appreciate you coming on, spending a couple of minutes talking to Gerald. Uh, do your best to enjoy the rest of the summer. It'll be Sixers season before we know it. Can't wait. Talk to you soon, Mike. Appreciate your time. You too, Carrie. Have a good one, man. And thank you to all the listeners for paying attention here today on this fine Thursday in Philadelphia. We will be back uh, next week with Jeff McManaman will be returning to the show. We'll have, uh, you know, a whole bevy of new topics to discuss as the team approaches training camp and then the preseason. Um, there's no shortage of storylines to pay attention to. Um, until then, enjoy the rest of your summer. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 76ers Report. Follow myself, Michael Caskey-Blomain, at the real Mike KB. Thanks again for listening.